Hi there, my name is Claire Chen for KPLOI. It's already been a few months into quarantine as a response to COVID-19. And as people are trapped inside, many problems have arisen from the isolation and lack of autonomy caused by shelter in place. With all the time suddenly in our hands with the lack of school and outside activities, many people are having a hard time figuring out what to do and how to cope with the current situation. It's been difficult for everyone to transition into quarantine, where daily activities have been hindered and social contact is limited to seeing friends through a screen. Ellen Fang, a junior at Palo Alto High School, is one of the many students who has been impacted by the shelter-in-place order that has been in place since mid-March. During COVID, um, obviously we have like the shelter-in-place, so I've been home. And um, physically, I feel like um, I definitely feel a lot worse because like obviously I don't go out as much because like during school, um, obviously we walk around a lot like um, two classes and stuff and now we can't do that anymore so I feel like I've been gaining a lot of weight and like just feeling really close and sluggish. The first two weeks of like rolling stuff I was doing okay and staying on task. Now I feel like my motivation is really dying and I just like don't have the motivation to get up early and to go through Zooms. Like a lot of times I just which obviously is not great because then I don't actually learn the material. While it's clear that students have been affected drastically both physically and academically, quarantine also seems to have other large effects on us, social and psychological. The inability to go outside as freely as before and the difficulties in communicating with friends who we used to see every day is one of the main differences that quarantine has brought about. With such a big change to our daily routines, students are bound to be thrown off. Not spending time outside has just made me like feel a lot like worse mentally and emotionally sometimes because it's just like I can't even get fresh air for long periods of time. First few weeks, I was like really struggling emotionally because I mostly depend on. I have this one friend who's like literally like my like therapist, I guess, and. She's like, um, I really depend on her for emotional like, help and stuff. So she was going through some stuff at the beginning. So um, like, um, so basically it was really hard for me emotionally and for her. But also like, I just know a lot of my friends are not doing well and just like crying a lot and just like not having a good time. I feel like it's mostly the isolation because for me, I don't really know anyone who has been affected by corona. So I think it's just not being able to connect with your friends because like, um, obviously it's different like being in person with a friend and like calling them or like FaceTiming them. Like the emotional connection is different. Right now it really feels like I only have like one or two friends because these are usually the friends. These like these are the only people that I really keep in touch with, like digitally. So everyone else that I used to eat lunch with or like hang out with after school, it's just it kind of feels like I just like lost them. The extra time provided by quarantine has also led to overthinking and worsening mental health overall.
I definitely have way too much time on my hands now, so I have been overthinking. It's just like, there's nothing to do. So sometimes you just like put on music and just like sit there and think. My brain was like messed up because like I was sleeping like crazy hours. A few weeks ago, I was like sleeping like five or six in the morning. So it would just make me do or think irrational things and which definitely like was emotionally harming to myself at times. Like on TikTok, maybe I'll see people who look how I want to look or like get into society's like beauty singers and then I'll just be like, oh my God, I wish I looked like that. And then it'll cause me to kind of spiral because I used to um, have issues with like my body. Sometimes it feels like just having so much time and being on social media so much kind of like is making that come up again. Allison Yu, a sophomore in the Irvine School District, has also been going through similar problems caused by quarantine. A lot of my plans got derailed. I've gotten more out of touch with a lot of my friends from my school. Since I've lost a lot of contact with like all of my classmates, I think this lack of contact with like the outside world hasn't put me in such like a great mental space. I think most of the negative effects have come from like all of the social isolation. I know people always like it's social distancing, not like social isolation, but I'm sorry when it's a lot of people that come hand in hand and what happens is you don't end up talking to a lot of people other than those people that you're actually living with. And I think there's this whole idea of being stuck alone with your thoughts for too long and you think too much and then that just like kind of gets into your head and starts like planting ideas that you know are kind of false and you would normally not have thought of if you had been in like a more social environment. Psychologically speaking, anytime like one person is subjected for a longer period of time inside a building and the mind kind of detects that like not such a safe environment. This could probably go for anyone. Everybody's kind of going a little insane in here. <laughs> the isolation and extra time quarantine has brought about with social distancing has harmed a lot of people emotionally and mentally. In fact, quarantine seems to bring along a lot of mental issues with it. SARS, a respiratory illness caused by another strain of coronavirus, also resulted in quarantine of people who were vulnerable to the illness or had been in close proximity with it. According to a study from Canada that examined the psychological effects of quarantine during the SARS outbreak of 2003, there was a high prevalence of psychological distress symptoms. 29% of participants reported symptoms of post-traumatic stress, and 31% reported symptoms of depression. Participants in the study described a sense of isolation and were particularly affected by the lack of social and physical contact, similarly to how Fang and Yu felt. Quarantine has resulted in a magnitude of emotions ranging from depression to anger. Long-term isolation has even caused trauma in subjects. A study of hospital staff who were quarantined during SARS found that immediately after the quarantine period ended, having been quarantined was the factor most predictive of symptoms of acute stress disorder. Staff were also significantly more likely to report exhaustion, detachment from others, anxiety, irritability, 
insomnia, and deteriorating work performance. Studies also reported on emotional disturbance, depression, fear, stress, anger, and emotional exhaustion. As we are quarantined for increasing periods of time, many start to see some of these symptoms appearing, further affecting their mental health and daily lives. In order to understand more deeply why quarantine causes these psychological effects, I talked to Whitney Aquino, the wellness outreach worker for the Pali Wellness Center. There's a lot of different ways that this quarantine has affected people's mental health. You know, the experience can bring up a lot of emotions for people. Frustration, you know, loneliness, anger. It can also kind of manifest itself in like anxiety or depression. Um, but everybody reacts differently, right? So um, right now, I would say that in particular for high schoolers, the way that um, I understand it as affecting mental health is, you know, during this time of life, like being social and being connected is super important. And a lot of folks are just grieving, you know, you don't might not think of it sometimes as like as a loss, but you know, it's a loss of normalcy. And there's also like a lot of milestones that people are grieving too. Normalcy, a job, prom, graduation, different things like that. So um, some people are really experiencing some difficult circumstances. I kind of tie a lot of it back to that anger over, you know, this sense of control that we've we've lost. You know, we might have had a way of, you know, a routine or, you know, we had an order to things. We uh, were able to control a lot more about our daily life. And now that's kind of been taken away from us. So I think that that's where we've seen a lot of different reactions. You know, a sense of loss, too, uh, isn't just badness. And that's where I also mentioned, like, the anger and the frustration. Uh, you know, we can't go outside uh, and hang out with our friends. And that might have been a way that we normally can deal with with stress um, and other things. So in this time when, you know, as much as we might not have that same pressures of uh, going to work or going to school and, you know, having to be somewhere always, we aren't as able to access our normal coping um, mechanisms as we might have been able to once before. Right now, it's, it's a hard time for a lot of people who are already dealing with mental health issues like anxiety and depression um, because it's, it's a natural reaction to the current circumstances. On the one hand, you know, it's a global pandemic. You know, it's normal to be anxious about some of the fears that might come up with that and um, depressed about like a lot of these lost opportunities and experiences. But for someone with a mental health uh, issue, that can exacerbate those feelings and especially the isolation. And again, like I mentioned, we might not have access to those normal coping skills that someone might be able to utilize otherwise. One thing I do want to mention, though, is that for folks, I really want to encourage that if someone is feeling, you know, frustration or loneliness or if they are dealing with uh, high levels of anxiety, um, depression, if they do receive help already, to continue to see their therapist and to continue to utilize those those sources that are resources that are out there for them and if not then we as the wellness center can definitely help you access those resources whether by checking in with us or getting you connected to additional resources it will have long-term effects we don't really know when this will end and so we won't know the full effect for a while but i think we already see some of that now so when you mentioned trauma for example um, you know, trauma and grief, you know, a lot of 
people, when we return to, you know, normal, there's going, we're going to all have been changed by going through this experience, but there will be some people who, um, after this, will, will need more support in their recovery. When working with people who have experienced trauma, um, it's really important that um, they find someone who is able to specialize in that and really support them through this time. You know, for example, when you mentioned trauma, one of the things that came to my mind was um, we don't know all the situations of domestic violence that could be going on at home. And so that's also a concern where um, when we're isolated like this, we just don't know. You know, we don't know what's going on um, behind closed doors. And sometimes it can be difficult to, to access the support that people need. Mental health is something that we all have and that we all experience, and it is so, so important to uh, find a way to take care of that and to find a way that um, is unique for you. Uh, because, you know, as we say, you know, your physical health or your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Um, it is something that gets us through the day to day, and um, we want, and it's also someone's invisible fight. A lot of the times there's a stigma around mental health um, because it's not something that you can see. Uh, we would be able to offer all the support in the world maybe for someone that we see who's, um, who has a broken leg or, you know, a, a broken arm and it makes sense that they have a sling or it makes sense that they have a cast and we want to support them. Uh, and sometimes it's hard to understand when you can't see someone's mental health issues. And so it is so important to really validate someone's experience um, because it is unique to them. It is so important to let them be heard and to really listen without judgment. And it is, you know, sometimes we don't know how to support a friend or how to help out, but it, just being there for someone and checking in on them and, and validating their experience um, can be so, so powerful especially in a world that uh, sometimes invalidates mental health and invalidates their experience. Even so, while quarantine can cause many people to feel lost and lonely, for some, quarantine is actually a good thing, where they're able to find the time to relax and sort out their lives. There's other folks that uh, right now, this has actually been a time where their mental health can thrive because um, a lot of people are finding that they enjoy the opportunity to you know slow down uh, they don't have so much pressure who has changed some of their grading and things like that and people feel different ways about it but for some folks it can really take the pressure off we're all experiencing this together and we're finding different ways to be creative to be resilient and these are hard times but there's also rays of light For those who are going through a hard time, it's important to find ways to cope and get back on your feet. Whether it's finding a routine to stick to or reaching out to others for support, we should be looking towards ways to effectively and healthily use our time in quarantine. I would advise anyone who is like having like negative thoughts or whatever to first maybe try fixing their sleep schedule and see if that helps find a hobby to do. For me, I spent a lot, I've been spending a lot more time bullet journaling and I recently created like a Spreadigram Instagram account and I think having like this sort of hobby kind of pushed me towards get out of bed in the morning, I guess you could say. Creating a hobby, finding something that you're passioned about really helps you get out of the day. One of my 
top things that I would say for someone to cope with the situation is really utilizing your support network. It could include, you know, your family, or it could include a trustworthy friend. It could include, you know, a therapist if you have one already. And it could include just a trusted adult, even a teacher, um, the wellness center. And so really just recognizing who are these people that are on your team and who can you call on when you just need support. I think that a lot of people too kind of invalidate our their own experience. I, I know that I've felt where it's like, ah, I have my job, I have my health. And so how is it that I still have bad days? Why do I feel stressed? Why do I feel off? Why don't I feel good? And so just kind of giving yourself that, that space and honoring that, you know, you might have feelings and you might feel some type of way about this and we're missing out on a lot of things and there's tons of reasons why you might not feel good at this time. So utilizing your support network and just reaching out so that way you have someone that you trust who will listen. Also, if you don't have a therapist, as I mentioned, uh, you can reach out to the Wellness Center and we can help connect you. Um, we use a program called Care Solace and so they help you to find a community provider that is matched exactly to your needs they work with your insurance, or even if you have no insurance, they can really help you out. And they basically hold your hand the whole way through that process. And some other things that I've kind of shared with other publications too about coping with the situation have been things like um, trying to limit news intake. Because um, being informed can be really great, but uh, checking every single news notification that comes up on your phone can really be overwhelming. So it's kind of a time where you can curate some of that, like what you're intaking, whether that's your social media, or your news um, because sometimes that's the only way we can stay connected so I know sometimes it's hard to say like oh just shut it down um, so if you can curate that to things that are positive and that are uplifting and are things that make you feel good instead of bringing you down I think that that's helpful also trying to make the effort to just get outside each day I know that we feel really cooped up and I know sometimes that um, if we're feeling down or if we're feeling anxious it can be sometimes hard to even take that step and you either reach out to someone or to get outside. Um, but I really think that just even taking a walk around the block, stepping outside of your house can be helpful both to get exercise um, and just creating that break for yourself and a routine. I would say that a routine really helps create some consistency because any other routine that we would have had before is totally thrown out the window. So if you can establish some kind of routine now, it helps create some sense of normalcy, even if it's just what's normal for now. It can help you know when to work on your homework or whatever, and when to stop and like take a break. And sometimes it, it feels like that all mixes together. So it's nice to have really structured time around it. We miss you all, but at the same time, we're really proud of you, um, you and all the students, because you all are doing everything that you can, I know, to just figure out this weird thing this, and navigate it. And so I just want to encourage you all to continue to encourage one another, um, like you're doing with this podcast, like I know that some of the other people are doing, even just on your social media or, or reaching out to a friend. Um, and I want to thank you too for this time and reaching out for us. And um, the Wellness Center, we are continuing to offer our services. We are here for you. And Please don't hesitate just to reach out. It's, it can be really helpful just to process um, how you're feeling with someone. And so we're here for that too. If they want to find us too, they can just go to the pally.net website and in web wellness and counseling or it might be the tab, but we're there too. So they can just find access to the link to the form where folks can sign up to connect with a counselor as well.
I don't want to be like too doom and gloom because like I want to acknowledge like yeah the difficulty of the situation but also like that there can be some positivity that comes out of this too so that's kind of the message that I hope to share. As we go through this difficult time together, it is important for us to support each other and be optimistic. Let's make sure to stick together and make it through this crisis. If you need more professional support during this time and are concerned about how you're feeling or need information or advice, you can call the depression helpline at 0800-111-757. Thank you for tuning in to KPLY Radio. See you next time. A special thank you to Olga Muse for editing this podcast, to all those interviewed, and to Megatrax for providing music.